Well, 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 welcome to Real Talk with Cami Grayson and Friends. I am Cami Grayson, and we have my co-host Aisha here for a good, good little woman's chat. You know, it's International Women's Month, and we decided we, we've come a long way, baby. We've come a long, long way, and we're going to just have some woman chat and talk about what's going on and how far we've come and what we've overcame in these years that passed. So Aisha, introduce our special guest. Well, hi everybody, I'm Aisha and my special guest today is a longtime friend of mine for 20 plus years. Her name is Maria and she will be joining us today to talk about the evolution of how women, how we you know, are, what's going on uh, with women. So uh, with further ado, Maria, say hello. Hey, how are you? Great, great. Welcome, great Maria. We appreciate you. Thank you. Being thank here. You, thank you. And where are you from? I am from Michigan, from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Michigan. Yes, ma'am. Well, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Yeah. So we were, uh, you know, just chatting before the show, and it is just so funny how uh, you mentioned that, uh, you know, Women's National Day is right after, I mean, month, right after the uh, African American month. Why do you think that's so? Um, I think, I don't think it was planned that way just because um, Black History Month was around longer than um, National Women's or International Women's Month. Um, I just think it is great for us as Black women to have that um, consecutive recognition and not only time, it's a time of recognition, it's a time of reflection to look back on what we've accomplished as a people, but then moving forward, um, it's just, it's great to see um, us recognized um, as role models as well. You know, and when you talk about Women's Month, you're talking about heroes and so many women of color, um, American women of color have been recognized um, for doing so many things. So many women of color around the world have been recognized. So having those two months back to back, it it, it really empowers you. It's an empowering movement. Yes, it really does. And let me correct you real quick, though. We're, we're all about the feminine word language here on this show. So okay. it is Shiro, not the he, but the she. Okay. okay. So it's, it's, it's instead of um, mentor, it's femtor. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can do with that. I can do with femtor. I like so, that. so I make up these words as we go, okay? <laughs> but I no, mean, we, you know, like it's it. really about us. It's really about the female and what we can accomplish. And like, I, I on my, if you go to my social media, you won't see history. It's women herstory, you know? Right. And her so story. It, it's her story. It's not his. Mm-hmm. It's all about us. So um, I've, I've been keeping that going and adding the sheroes to my page uh, for the first of, since the beginning of the month. And uh, we're still going, we're still going strong with bringing right. sheroes to the light, you know? So, uh, but going back to, to uh, what, what we women have come surpassed, uh, while we were talking earlier, you know, we know that women were not allowed to vote. Um, you know, women was just like slaves pretty much. All you were good for was to cook and have babies and, 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 and make it happen for the man. You know, they didn't want your input. They didn't want you to have a business mind, you know, and, and, and that's really crazy because I remember my grandmother telling me 
uh, I was playing chess with this guy. I was in high school and I was playing chess with this guy and I was whooping his butt. And she told me that I needed to stop winning and let him win sometime. And to me, I, I thought that was wrong. It felt wrong to me. Why would I dumb myself down for a man? Right. You know, but that's that's their frame of mind. You know, back in those days, that's how they operated. So where it did was. where did where did we? How did we pass that? How did we get over that hurdle? Any thoughts? I feel. Um, I feel in some ways um, we have moved forward in terms of how we think about gender roles and, you know, what a woman's supposed to be, her role and a man's supposed to be. But in some ways, it's almost like we haven't escaped every aspect of that. Um, I think we've come far, but, you know, there are still a lot of, of things that we still need to move beyond. And I feel like as women, we tend to um, allow people to place um, how we feel about, you know, defining ourselves instead of just defining it. And that's it. Right, mm. right. You know, so I feel like we still have work to do. We have a long way to go. Um, but we have made strides since then. All right. Definitely. Maria? Um, you know, I'm a, a mother of a young son and um, two older children, one of which is a girl, one of which is a boy. And my daughter recently made a comment to me. She said, you were so much harder on me than my brothers growing up. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, it resonated with me for a while. And I pondered on that and I thought, not that I was so much harder on you. It's just, I was preparing you for what lied ahead. And mm -hmm. the challenges that you face raising daughters compared to how you're raising sons. Now there's, that's a whole different discussion, but just to piggyback off of what Aisha is saying, there's so many expectations that women have to defy. There are so many expectations that men have to shy away from. And mm -hmm. it's easier to walk away from the misogynistic attitude as opposed to lifting someone up to the level of this is what you can be simply because you are a woman or a girl or a young lady doesn't right. define, doesn't limit you. Um, so you're absolutely right. We have so far to go um, even professionally. It doesn't matter. Um, I work in the medical field and um, many, I'm a nurse and traditionally nurses are women, doctors are men. Well, obviously, right. you know, that has changed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but even a man coming into my profession and mm -hmm. with less experience than me, but with a louder voice, one that may or may not be correct, people automatically gravitate towards him and they automatically will listen to him and not only that, my male counterparts are so many times verbalized as the doctor or the doctor said this or the doctor said that. Or when I come along, it's um, the technician. No, first of all, I'm his trainer. I'm his preceptor. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you, having to work harder 
see, you know, we're welcome. There's a whole movement of welcoming men into the nursing profession, but there is not a whole movement about keeping women as the backbone of healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just very interesting how we have accommodated men for so long. And um, how are we accommodated? You know, we've referenced the glass ceiling. We've, there's all kinds of these parodies that women have to go through um, just, just to receive equal pay, to receive an equal voice. Exactly. But, yeah, but to not even be listened to, especially when it's your area of expertise. I think that is the epitome mm-hmm. of you, this disambiguation of who I am as a woman. You know, um, mm-hmm. even look at, look at the word woman. You know, man yeah, is yeah, even man a, at the end of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, shall right. we say, you know, the the almighty lady. I don't know. What do we I mean, <laughs> even even if you're married, you're Mrs. Well, my mother, bless her soul, you know, my mom's 83. And my daddy and my mother were married for 56 years. Very beautiful relationship. However, my mother told me as I was growing up, I would I should never be Mrs. I should be Ms. Because Mrs. was the possessive of Mr. So, um, and her mama told her that. Yeah. So it, 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 it's, you know, even in our wording, you know, we assume a man's name when we get married. Yeah, you know, it's, we, we lose our whole identity. You yes, know, ma'am. It, it, it's just, that's the way the world was set up, you know. Um, again, just like the Black history, um, we have history, you know, and, and mm-hmm. we have to overcome the same struggles that African American had to overcome based off of, like you said earlier, you know, our pay, our salaries. Um, now women are strong competitors for salary now, but it wasn't like that a few years ago, you know? And I think our downfall on our end was we had to step it up because our black men we're not. And so we are now the um, breadwinners in the family. And we're now the strong women who, who we're doing, the roles are reversed if you really think about it. And most families in our, our African-American world, we've reversed that whole role. Um, not so much as is our counterparts, but as far as us being strong African-American women, we've reversed that role. You know, we have to be the breadwinner. We had to raise these kids by ourselves. And, you know, we had to, uh, you know, work two and three jobs. I mean, just to put our kids through school. So we, we, we've had to take that on. And a lot of times we had to take that on and get, like you said, that male nurse coming in, he probably, you never know, he might be making more money than you are and you're training him. Correct. So, you know, I feel, so I feel like um, as women collectively, we do have a struggle, but as black women, I feel like, you know, in some instance, we are considered the lowest on the totem pole and we are looked upon as having to be the strongest in dealing with all of this that we have on our shoulders. So, yeah, I can agree with that, um, how roles have been reversed. But I think a lot of that is through um, systematic um, 
systematic things that have been put into place to kind of destroy families. And because of that, we have had to step it up as women, you know, and it's almost like we get punished for it at the same time. Mm -hmm. But we have to do that because Mm -hmm. what do you do as a mother? What do you do as a wife when you don't have that extra? I mean, we were kind of raised to just do and perform and to get it, get it. Pick up the, yeah, it. make it so, happen. I yeah. mean, <laughs> yeah. Be resourceful. Just figure it out. Have right, plan A, out. B, C, D, and E, you know, and at some point it, it, you wake up and you're like, wait, this is not how it is supposed to be. Or this mm-hmm. is not how it is. Uh, this is not what I am designed to do. I'm not designed to juggle everything. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then you have to make a decision on what you're going to let go. And the consequences can be dire. I mean, the last thing any woman's going to want to let go would be, say, something that would interfere with the welfare of her children or her own well-being. But mm-hmm. we sacrifice our, our own well-being for the well-being of children that, I mean, think, you know, if you have kids, you know, no matter what you do, they are still their own individual person. So, you know, we make all these sacrifices. And then at the end of the day, when the child is not you know, elevated to the level of where they could be, or they're defying what you have instilled in them. And you're thinking, well, what did I put in all that work for? And then the guilt sets in and then am I good enough? So it's, it, it, we have, this has been going on since we were brought here, since we were stolen from Africa. You know, um, I was speaking to one of my loved ones earlier this week and we were discussing slavery and he did not quite understand that it would be nothing for a black woman to have children on a whole other plantation across a city, her children would be there, but she would be property of another of, family. Of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and that, how was that going to set up her children to view how their family structure was supposed to be? And then that goes on to the next generation. And again, and this could only be one circumstance. And this was, this was a commonality among slaves. This was a common and that well, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, but you know the thing is, with that being said, we they were never meant to be family. Correct. They were property. So to, to to they were breeding, you know, more slaves. Mm-hmm. So it never was meant, you know, just like they do the puppies. You know, just think of that. Um, they breed the puppies and they sell them. Those mm-hmm. puppies never get to stay. You know, those cute little puppies that they do those little cute little things but they breed those puppies to sell them to get a great a good amount of money mm-hmm. I, I, i've seen those puppies were like three thousand dollars what are those mm-hmm. cute little what do you call those little cute little poodle looking puppies lab the, the labrador shih or something like the, that the bichon oh, like yeah, those yeah, are yeah. things but they breed these puppies or dogs or whatever that's how the slaves were done back in those days mm-hmm. you were never meant to be a family Never yeah. meant to be a family. Nope. You would be passed on from your slave owner's father to the son to the daughter. And mm-hmm. you were in, what did they call it? it this is the book I'm reading. I forget. You were of service to us. You know, you were of great service to my father. No, call it what it is. This was a slave. And you took her, her children were born free because her husband was free. But then you don't even let the woman live with her children. I mean, and they would view us as property take our children from our bosom, but we would have to nurture their children. 
you know, exactly that, it, that all mm-hmm. set us up to be where we are today. And then mm-hmm. when people will say, get your bootstraps, you know, pull yourselves up, get back to where you should be, or it doesn't matter. Or this was so long ago. I mean, it, it wasn't that long ago, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's bigger than just surface level and I think people right. forget that having why do we have to have a black history month why do we have to have a women's history month because I'm sorry why do we have to have a month that recognizes the awesomeness of women there we go there you go you know I like why do we, <laughs> it's because we wouldn't have that if we were on the same level we are on the same level we would not view the same we would not have to have special recognition that's right, right. but you know the funny thing I thought about too was you know going back to our former president and you know his let's make america great again when was it great where was it great <laughs> when was that time period i mean i'm just you know asking a question I, when was that time period and who was it great for right even women struggled all nationalities mm-hmm. we all struggled so when was it great? Not even just the racial thing. When was it great? Right. For women. I mean, the same person who's saying make America great again also said if this was my daughter, I would want to date her. So again, you have that attitude. It wasn't great. You know, um, even someone as in that state of mind if you will that individual that we're speaking on um you know he look at the scandals that surrounded him with women viewed as objects i mean grab her by the genitalia you know like Mm -hmm. this is all this is that was nothing but things coming forth that have already been there you know the way the words that he used are are words that others are thinking or they're feeling or that they're saying you know Mm -hmm. It's, right. it, so I guess and on the goes, other side of that it's the women that are experienced that you know that are experiencing that you know getting the brunt of that and and you know at what point are we going to realize you know what as individuals yes there is self-accountability you know there is things that we can do to elevate ourselves but collectively how are we healing right from all the trauma that we've experienced Who's accountable for that? Mm. <laughs> you know, you know, well, at this, like <laughs> at this point, we have to be accountable ourselves because there's nobody's going to do it for us. We have to like going back to what we were saying, Maria, the self healing, the self uh, nourishment, you know, taking care of ourselves, because if we don't, who will? Who will, you know? can't count on those kids because like you said no, you can't. they have their own lives Correct. it's all about self-care mm-hmm. and shame mm-hmm. on us for not doing it shame on us for not taking the time to come home and take a hot bubble bath even though we have three girls that need your attention all day long mm-hmm. you know shame on us mm-hmm. for for not um you know just taking five minutes out of that day just to sit in a corner and just reflect on that Correct. day, you Correct. know, shame on us for not just taking that nugget, that five little minutes that are 10 minutes that we can take 
to enjoy and indulge in maybe just a glass of water, you know, just not having to worry about or think about what's next, but instead we multitask. While I'm drinking that glass of water, I'm thinking, oh, well, I'm, I have to wash dishes. I have to do this report. I have to do this. Da, 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 I have to call these kids. Da, da, da. We do that. Mm-hmm. Shame mm-hmm. on us. Because life is going to continue when we're not around. Correct. You yes, know, so they, they'll post your job. Your job will be posted before your obituary. There you go. There mm-hmm. you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. So if we don't handle this self-care for ourselves who's going to do it you know and i like i told aisha a long time ago hey you got to do you you got to do you eventually it's going to pay off all the hard work that she does all you know everything she's done she's tried mm-hmm. she tried to pull that marriage she tried to do this she tried to do that you know at the end of the day fix aisha Right. Then those girls have something to look forward to. Then those mm-hmm. girls have a shero, a role model, a person that they can want to be like. Not the broken Aisha, but the strong Aisha. I'm just using you as a metaphor. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, you know, I'm just saying we have to to do ourselves to make our history for our children or our grandchildren. Mm-hmm. But um, also to add to that, too, though, like, you know, I kind of feel like, um, yeah, as women, we we do have to take time for that self-care, but there should still be a sense of community, you know, building families, even if it's not together, like co-parenting, for Mm -hmm. example, Mm -hmm. like taking, you know, because as women, we don't lay down and make babies by ourselves. So I can't really be expected as a mother to find time for myself. If there's really no time in the day. So I feel like I should be able to rely on the other parent, you know, and it doesn't happen often, but I feel like, you know, it's always on the woman to figure out that time and yes, do those things. However, you know, there still should be a sense of community, you know, what happened to Big Mama? What happened to right. um, your cousin helping? What happened to your right. neighbor? You know, we don't even know our neighbors. We barely even speak to them anymore. There's right. no sense of community. And how they did things back in the day, you know, at least where I grew up, you know, I wasn't just raised by my mother. I was raised by the whole neighborhood. The whole neighborhood. Exactly. I knew Miss Sherry down the street. You know, there were other, you know, influences that helped you along the way so that you weren't by yourself trying to figure right. all of this out and so that's what I kind of meant like by yeah okay yes you know self-accountability but there's also still a sense of community that we're lacking that we had before Correct. you know yeah but but these times are so different from the times we grew up in because oh, now you have people that will molest your children Mm-hmm. male and female right Absolutely. people are, are 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 stealing from one another they're they're you know it's it's about self-preservation especially now even just think about a few months ago when there was no water think about it when there was no food there was no toilet paper people weren't caring about other people they were caring about themselves 
How often did you get a phone call saying, hey, did you, are you sure you got toilet paper over there for those girls? You know, or do y'all, you have food over there? People are, are you might have had it, but not like we would have had it a long time ago. These when, days, people can't even trust their own family members to, to, especially around girls. I, I, I hate to say it. You just, you just can't. You just can't. You but know, I think that's, that's a generational thing as well because there's yeah. a code of silence. There's a code of, oh, he touched so-and-so, but we're going to keep it quiet because we got to keep, uh, we, can keep, we can handle this in the family or we have to maintain uh, the status quo and I think you know the me too movement if you will that put a lot of highlight on the intolerance of mm-hmm. violating people and um, I people because it does happen male and female and the sense of community it definitely starts within yourself but what I have learned um, you know working with the public and working with myself is there's something called the locus of control. And when you can define what you have control over and you can define definitively say, I, I control, I can turn that light switch on and off, or you know what, I can go to bed at this certain time, or I can consume this water, or you know what, I can reject that phone call, or I can not go to this outing because I need to stay home. Um, the problem is, I think what you should saying is, sometimes we don't have anybody to tell us that, you know, and then you have, if you just if you take a young girl, say, that is from complete chaos and complete dysfunction. And then by the time she hits 18, we have the societal expectation that she will know how to function as a, a productive citizen in this country that really did nothing for her. And mm-hmm. I think it's, um, it's something that I take very seriously when it comes to interacting even you know I'm not currently anyone's mentor I have been in the past and just interacting with young girls every chance I get whether it's hello how are you or um you know you might want to try this I think um and I, 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 I say girls just because that seems to be where my I'm drawn to lately I think taking that time to actually listen to somebody or mm-hmm. taking the time out to show somebody, you know, I have a genuine interest in you. I may not even know you, but I have a genuine right. interest. If you are that kind of person, not everybody is, and that's okay that if you're not, because again, that's something that you don't, you don't have to evolve to be something that you're not, but that you're not naturally, I should say. But if you have that kind of rapport with people and you have that kind of gift, it's important that you develop that and that you look at it as um, something that, yes, I should do this. I should just simply give a word of encouragement to my neighbor, give a word of encouragement to the young person down the street. Um, uh, in, in my community here, we had um, a young girl who um, she was killed and the, the circumstances were dire. Um, but the outpouring from the community was amazing. Um, and it was multi-ethnic support. It was very interesting in the way yeah. people were supporting the grieving family. But um, it was just very touching to see people coming together as a community to support this one family. But man, if this wasn't publicized, if this wasn't, if there wasn't all this hype around her, her tragic death, what would we have done? That should be something that we do naturally. You know, when somebody dies, we used to bring food over. 
You know, and if yeah. you don't want to eat somebody else's cookie, I'm going to bring you a pizza. I don't know, something. But we have definitely gotten away from that community feel. Um, we can't even have unity in our own homes. We don't even have unity inside of ourselves. So I think that's important to have, you know, a month, 30 days, 31 days in March that's recognizing how awesome we are as women because, um, or I'm sorry, as she rose, you know, because we can, yeah, I mean, we can be someone else's she wrote, but we got to be our own she wrote first. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that is important to instill in people and encourage. And when you see somebody trying to do something for themselves, give a word of encouragement. I, I, I think that's where we should start because some of us really don't know how to do that. We really right. don't know, you know, right. um, it took me years to say, to tell my children, give me 10 minutes when I walk in the house before you bombard me. Why, why do I feel guilty about saying, I just work a 12 hour shift. I need 10 minutes. Why do I feel guilty about that? Because I just work to feed y'all, <laughs> you know, why am I, I, I gave of myself for 12 hours to complete strangers in a disease infested facility you know why yeah. why yeah. why it doesn't make and you sense. shouldn't have to but you do feel guilty because those responsibilities you know are yours and then going back to um what i Isha was saying earlier about having to be that only parent you know uh that that means it's a lot of our guys just don't step it up either you know right. and it's not a color issue or anything like that it's just me and period you know mm-hmm. they they, they don't step up like they used to. So when you find one that do step up and they, they want to pay their child support and they want to do this, you know, you let them do it. They want to see those kids. I'd rather you come see your kid than, than even pay child support. Absolutely. I would like both. I would like both. But hey, if just come see your child. Just give me that five minute break, you know, that every other weekend um, that, that that's helping our child. Plus, it's giving me a few minutes to relax. It's giving me a break, you know. So, it, I mean, I get it. I really get it. And I'm Absolutely. so glad I'm past those days, but I do get it. I really <laughs> do. <laughs> Heaven knows. I'm living my best life right now. I'm away from my kids. Mm-hmm. They're grown. And now I have a grandmother and I have godchildren over there in Dallas. I can just wave <laughs> at them on Skype. <laughs> Love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so uh, going back to the positive part of of the show, um, we have to keep each other encouraged. Uh, We have to keep each other uplifted. Mm -hmm. And I think women are really good at that. Women are really good um, at empowering other women. And we need to keep that going. And then, you know, I hate to say it. we We need to help empower our men, too. And because a lot of times they are trying, they need the opportunity because they might not have had that shiro in their family to help nurture them. They might have had to raise themselves because we already just established that half the time the dads are not there. So there we go again. There we go again, putting that hat on, you know. Okay, so what can we do? What can we do to encourage because I have a, a, a young son. He's, he's what, 24 years old. And I want to keep him encouraged. I don't want him to be that deadbeat black guy or, or out there stealing or, you know, he's a great young man. 
I mean, he works hard. He, he, he works two jobs and he has fun. He hangs out. He teach dance. I mean, he does all these cool things and he's living his life. And that's the part that I want to always be encouraging of, you know, uh, he took a break from school. Okay. Well, you know what? Take a break from school. It's COVID, you know, absolutely. You know, do what you have to do. Be you be a better man. And, and, and if I'm, if you need me, I'm here, you know, so we have to do that too. You know, we have to encourage those men too, because we want them to be better men for the next generation. If we don't instill it in them, nobody else will. Absolutely. So I guess we've wrapped our topic up. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what, uh, Maria, thank you so much uh, for being on the show. We want to have you back again. Oh, uh, my pleasure. Also, also we want to know what's going on with the COVID stuff. You know, if maybe we can have you come on the show and uh, give us some some tips and, and, and um, you know, some, some COVID-19 tips. I mean, I just took my shot last week. And sure. so um, I think that would be good and that people help encourage people um, to, to want to get the shot because people are scared that they're going to have a third eyeball right here and, and <laughs> arms going to grow from their neck and, you know, radiation is going to kill them. You know, they're mm-hmm. just afraid. They're just afraid. And how they, they tied that 5G into the COVID shot. I don't know how they did that, but that's part of it too. <laughs> it has to be true because they got it off the internet. Because <laughs> they got it off the internet. <laughs> I will say, oh, and I know a whole different topic, but I will say my personal stance on the vaccine, be informed. If you get the vaccine, be informed. If you decline to get the vaccine, be informed. But people need to educate themselves and ask questions. And one of the best places that you can ask a question is your primary health care provider. If you do not have one, you have a health department in your area. Health departments are not run by the CDC, they are run by the state. And they are your community resource. They work for you. So um, you I, just, I, I, just, I, I just didn't want to lose a, a moment to interject the, the point of people need to be self-empowered. Um, yes. 110%. If you don't have a nurse in your life, find a nurse. We can find you a nurse. I have that. Yes, I can <laughs> talk about that. All day, I love it. I love it. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll actually get you a page, and if they have questions, on we'll we'll put you on the page if you like it. And if sure. they have nurse questions, we can make sure they send you an email. You know, absolutely. Um, great, great. Well, we 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 love that. So thank you so much for being on the show, and thank we're going to end it me. right here. And uh, we got a special guest on Saturday. I'm so excited. We got tag team coming. Well, one person from tag team, but still, whoop, there it is. So I'm so excited uh, <laughs> that we're going to have DC on the show uh, on Saturday. And we just got Miss uh, Yabro and Peebles uh, scheduled for next wow. month's show. So we're very excited. Um, Real Talk uh, with Cami Grayson and the Dream Team on Saturdays. Real Talk with Cami Grayson and Friends on Tuesdays. We're doing what? Thursdays and Fridays, pretty much, uh, getting those shows up and going. So we're still growing. We're still developing. And uh, Aisha, we can't wait for you to take off, girl, with your cool things that you're doing, your readings (laughs) and all that. So uh, and she's been dead on. I mean, Foster got to tell you. You got to fill you in. 
You've been dead on. You've been dead on. So great job. Great way for that. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. She's like a target. Yes, I actually have a word for us today too. What do you <laughs> before have? we close this out? See, I, I like to uh, before I even um, get to the topic or anything, I like to pull cards just to be in sync with the spirit and what they have communicated to us. And so, um, basically, I ask for just a word for women. You know, just mm-hmm. a general word for all women. And this is what the response is: it's stepping into power. You are strong beyond measures. So, wow. you know, I believe one of the reasons why we carry so much is because we built for it, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> regardless Absolutely. of what we may think of okay. ourselves, we can still do it. So, you know what? That's probably why it's all on our shoulders because we are <laughs> the chosen ones. So mm-hmm. men, y'all better. Look, it got to be done. So why not us? And then also to, um, as women, even though we are the chosen ones and we are strong, it is still on us to follow our own path and follow what makes us happy as well. So we can't lose sight of that. Okay. So that is the message that I have from spirit today. Um, So that's all I got for you. Sounds good. (laughs) Who? There it is. (laughs) Back again. (laughs) <laughs> okay oh. guys thank you so much for being on the <laughs> show right, I love y'all. and uh, we want everyone to tune in with us on Saturday and we will see you guys there you can see the replay of this on skstradio.com have a good night All right. Stay happy. good night <laughs>